Derek, did you know Hi. WWE makes movies? And that is what we're talking about today on Night Off Podcast. No! <laughs> oh, Ooh. God. Your mic clipped all of that out. No! There, there you go. Uh, it's, it's still terrible. But before we get into that, uh, we got we got some updates here about Vince McMahon still being a goddamn monster. So, yeah, that fucking prick. Yeah, uh, something that was left out by Ashley Massaro's uh, affidavit during that class action lawsuit uh, was recently revealed by her attorney. Um, it was left out because they felt it wasn't relevant to the concussion case, but she claimed mm-hmm. that um, Vince. Uh, was spotted backstage by her, like, making out with female talent. Um, he made advances towards her. Uh, specifically, there was an event where he uh, was staying in the same hotel as her, and he uh, repeatedly called her, and she was informed by, I think it was Bruce Pitchford, or one of the other producers, is like, just tell him that you're not feeling well or something like that. He might leave you alone. Um, but, like, once she rejected his advances, she was, like, pushed further down the card and was given shittier stories. Um, of course. Of yeah. course. This was uh, corroborated by another uh, former wrestler, uh, Jackie uh, Gata, who also mm-hmm. turned down Vince's advances and her career suffered as a result. Not a surprise. It's... You know, during the era of like the divas and the attitude era, and just Vince being completely disgusting. Uh, so he was just yep. actively, you know, harassing women backstage and burying their careers when they didn't cooperate. Uh, also goes along with you know something that Lita talked about recently with her being coerced to do that uh, live sex celebration with Edge, uh, who mm-hmm. reportedly Edge and multiple other people involved in the segment like actively tried to prevent Vince from, you know, producing it, but he insisted on it. So, hey, guess what? That whole event happened uh, against their will. Like, they were forced into doing that. Otherwise, their careers would have been in shambles, or they would have been non-existent. Mm-hmm. I just... I Like, it's the coercion. Because mm-hmm. he knows the power play that he has. It's not... It's not right, but it's also not surprising. Like, this man is a grotesque individual. Yep. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. I know we poke fun here and there about, like, the the the, the incest storyline and all that. But this just, it just paints, it paints the picture a lot more clear. That yep. a lot of these other things that would be seen as a lot lower of a level compared to, like, an incest story... It just makes it more believable. Because why would they lie? Yeah. And, like, this is, like, the old, like, wrestling character adage of, like, you just turn yourself up to 11, and, like, mm-hmm. that's who you portray, and that's how you get over. Instead, apparently, Vince's whole Mr. McMahon persona was actually just a toned-down version of real-life Vince McMahon. That is wild to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, but it's believable, though. That's the problem. It's believable. Yeah. Uh, now, something else that uh, happened recently was uh, News Nation interviewed Kara Pippa, who is described as like the best friend of 
the late Ashley Massaro. Uh, and she just corroborated mm-hmm. uh, her story about uh, essentially what happened over in Kuwait and her experience about coming back with the meeting with Vince and Kevin Dunn and all their people at the company who were told to keep it quiet. Um, also, apparently, also uh, Stephanie had knowledge of the incident. Uh, so yes, her denial of not being involved looks less truthful than it did before. Yeah. So what it appears, I believe if I read the article correctly was that, um, she talked with Ashley, heard the the situation. Mm -hmm. And then when it came time to speak with the higher ups, she immediately sided with the higher ups and basically betrayed her in that moment. And, um, if true, she's uh she's also extremely evil yeah that's an awful thing to do to someone just as culpable um unfortunately which is probably why stephanie has been making herself much less seen uh ever since the initial allegations of the hush money payments from vince came to light and him forcing his way back into the company. It feels like she just knew all this was going to get dragged out into the sunlight. And she's like, look, if I get myself out of the public eye now, it's less that I have to deal with later. Yeah, and I mean, I, I gave her props. Was it a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago now? Yeah. Uh, for, for stepping down in solidarity and all that. But it just proves that this was just all games for her. At the end of the day, she understands that this is her business in the future, and it's her baby, and she'll do anything to protect it. Yeah. It's just not right. Yeah. It's I'm, not right. I'm sure in the weeks and months and possibly years to come, we'll see more and more uh, information trickle out. Uh, there's been a lot more responses recently uh, from people both within WWE uh, formerly and other people in the industry. Lots of people who are just completely both horrified yet unsurprised. Uh, I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, most recently Bruce Pritchard was uh, questioned and he said, you know, blatantly, he's like, if you work for a company that is currently under the lawsuit, you do not comment. So there you go. Um, yeah. It's true, though. It's true. I mean, it doesn't have to be WWE to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to, if you want to keep your job, at least you're going to be, uh, you're going to be zipping your lip. Yeah, which is exactly what he's doing. Uh, Tony Khan made a comment recently, but his was also very, you know, corporate speak. He's like, I'm horrified by the allegations at you know WWE and all that, but I'm not going to make any further statement or something along those lines. It wasn't too incendiary, uh, as you know, Tony Khan is like to do on Twitter, but you know, yeah. It felt uh, if that felt very corporate uh, when I saw that. Mm-hmm. I I feel like he knows better right now than to stir the pot. Yeah, uh, particularly with uh, Rossi Ogawa being left from uh, stardom and him rubbing it in on Twitter. I think he's learned that he's like, okay, I've got to tone it down a little bit on my online personality. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, I feel like he's starting to listen to some of the other board members and such when it comes to how to handle these situations. Because you never know, something could pop up for them at some point, and it would look very bad on him if he has a lot of this uh, bombastic nature that he tends to have online. 
Yeah, and that's just, you know, the cocaine-fueled uh, Tony Khan who's, you know, slamming Red Bulls in between doing bumps, allegedly. 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 Like, and not saying Tony is going to have something like this pop up for him, but just something in the company could pop up, I guess. I, I just want to make sure I'm clear that I'm not, like, even sort of alleging Tony has yeah. anything going on. But uh, you never know. Something could pop up in AEW. There's already been some some allegations against Chris Jericho. Which I think uh, we gotta uh, do an update on that. Those allegations have been walked back a little bit by uh, the okay. person who made them uh, because those were like secondhand, thirdhand allegations. Nobody has actually definitively said anything. It's a lot of like talking out of both sides of your mouth. Um, when there's something more concrete, we'll have something more concrete. But right now, like it's just it's a lot of like gossip talk it's we're not naming okay. names we're not saying events we're yeah there's things being said so, on other people's behalf basically i just want to make it clear though we're not going to bump them up on the tier no, list right no, we're because not. of because like the, the january 6th shit and like the pro-fascism shit like that's still enough to keep him down where he's at right oh yeah no totally like even if okay okay like these allegations against him were completely like dissolved uh, I would still keep him pretty far down for bringing like flat earthers on his podcast. <laughs> that too, yes, yes. Uh, okay, as long as, long as you know, as long as we're in, in agreement on that, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, love him as a wrestler. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, like, dude, I would drop him down even super far low for the most recent Jericho cruise where he's dressed up like David Bowie performing the most was he he did like a song by the weekend i think uh-huh dressed as david Bowie. so i'm not it was bad i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna lie to you i was actually saving that for when we came back to the tier list <laughs> uh to bring him down further but i'm glad you brought it up because now i, I feel like we're in agreement when we actually come back to finish the tier list uh he's coming down a peg or two more so yeah he might have his own section he might, he might. Uh, he'll still be above Hulk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Easily. That's, I mean, that's just a given. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of uh, the immortal Hulk Hogan, that's a perfect segue into today's topic. We're talking about... not going to lie. That was great. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That's WWE's, uh, you know, getting into the movie business. Uh, something that Vince had always wanted, brother. And he saw his opportunity after uh, Hulk was in, uh, was it Rocky 3? Yeah, Rocky 3. And they started producing yep. movies. Um, it took him a little while to actually get like a full-fledged, like, okay, we're making like our own movies. And they were just kind of like, you know, producing and lending people to it and doing like some cross-promotional stuff. Um, but the first one up the task was no holds barred in 1989 this was like the first movie that they actually like produced uh in you know partnership seven years after hogan was in rocky three uh hogan's first starring role it's the origin of the yep. meme of uh, what's that smell and the guy going that's gooky what's that smell <laughs> Uh, it's dookie yeah this movie makes no goddamn sense uh, a TV network boss uh, pits uh, Hogan whose character's name is Rip 
against another wrestler, uh, Zeus, in like this whole shenanigans of like TV network deals and wrestling being real and fake and so on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I gotta say though, yeah. I gotta I I gotta say, uh, Rip, great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally, name. especially for the '80s kind of '80s kind of feel, early '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's amazing. And Zeus, like, come on, brother. Yeah, yeah Tom Lister. Like, how Jr. could you not? Uh, yes. Yeah. Build as a tiny Lister for this, but <laughs> he's such a fantastic <laughs> uh, personality. This is also what led to a lot of different things in WWE. Uh, uh, reportedly, Tom Lister Zeus didn't like losing in the movie, so they had to book him on TV to get some wins over Hogan. Left to a match yep. with uh, Randy Savage and Hulk and uh, Brutus, uh, the beefcake the, at SummerSlam. Uh, also led to That's an awesome. eight-man tag and a DQ. They had uh, a PPV match uh, slash like movie steel cage showdown where it was just it was so ridiculous that would have happened if the movie had been a success like they were talking like a random like a crazy steel cage match that they had planned uh movie oh, didn't do imagine the kayfabe man yeah the kayfabe imagine the kayfabe oh yeah uh, according to Hogan's autobiography the movie cost about like 8 million dollars to make uh, overall brought in about 16 million. Uh, Vince okay. reportedly broke even uh, as far as like his actual pocketbook for this. Hey, that's yeah. actually not that bad. Not that bad for 89, uh, especially considering yeah. he debuted at number two against Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay, I mean, that's that's honestly wow. Gotta give him credit for that. Credit where credit is due. Uh, because like I've seen the movie a few times. Not I probably it's probably been twenty years, probably since I've watched this movie. Uh, no, it's not a good movie. No. It's it's awful. But it, but kid me, kid me loved it. Yeah, uh, not as depressing as like uh, Santa with muscles and uh, <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. I. Uh, I, I do have to say, audience, if you are looking for some laughs and you're willing to sit through some some real boring moments, uh, no holds barred. Yeah, it's no holds barred. It's up there. It's probably like it, it, it was them figuring out their kind of footing. Um, they didn't do a lot I'm, after that until we got to like the 2000s era. Well, I'm assuming because of the fact that he didn't actually make money and knowing that Vince has an ego the size of, like, Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't doubt that that bruised him so bad only breaking even, even though to me that's, like, a feat in its own. Yeah, well, first attempt, breaking even. Yeah. Movies is fucking hard. That business is rough. Dude. Rough. You can hire the best people ever, but if they're trying to make your vision, which is like garbage to begin with, mm-hmm. sorry. Like, and WWE, I, like, wrestling has never been taken seriously in any sort of no. mainstream sense, especially in like Hollywood. But that was it was something. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and I, I, I mean, seriously, it's like 19, 1989, like, come on, like, yeah. that's, we're starting to get into bigger budget movies by that point, uh, especially in the early 90s, so the yeah. fact that it, it grossed at number two against freaking Indiana Jones, that says something, man. It's a feat, but you're right, like, it takes some time for Vince to finish licking his wounds, it isn't until about uh, the early 2000s, uh, where WWE Films is actually uh started and that's where we start to see like okay they're trying in earnest now uh the rock Mm -hmm. already been cast as the scorpion king in like the mummy franchise uh you know the yeah the every millennial uh bisexuals awakening uh (laughs) film franchise (laughs) uh but he gets his first starring role as the scorpion king in the standalone movie this is where Hollywood rock is born. This is where they start incorporating it into the WWE uh, weekly show is brought in the actual character and real life is mixing a bit more here. And this is where like, unfortunately rocks like real stardom starts to take center stage. He had a couple of like bit parts before this. Uh, he was in uh, like an episode of Star Trek Next Generation. He was in uh, that 70s show playing a character based on his dad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But this is like, okay, The Rock is a serious actor now. Uh, doesn't do too terrible. Even got a somewhat positive review from Roger Ebert in the Chicago Sometimes. Shout out to Roger Ebert. Uh, mad respect. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, his actual quote is here is a movie that embraces its goofiness like a get out of jail free card the plot is recycled out of previous recycling jobs the special effects are bad enough that you can grin at them and the dialogue sounds like pre-primedial desert warriors are channeling a fox sitcom for its target audience looking for a few laughs martial arts and stuff that blows up real good it will be exactly what they expected oh man Oh, but he doesn't hold back either. Like he 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 destroys you, but then leaves you in a place where he finds your audience for you. Exactly. Like, holy hell. Yeah, and like oh, he had that the vision. Was brutal. Yeah. Speaking about the Rock, uh, the Rock has the authority to play the role and the fortitude to keep a straight face. I expect him to become a durable action star. Like he he nailed it. Back in he called it too. Yeah, he, he called it. it. Yeah, I mean, I credit where credit is due. The Rock is not a bad actor. Like, he he was not good to begin with, no, but, but like, you look at him now compared to when he first started acting. Like, the man's pretty damn good. Yeah, he's got some range. Uh, he's he's had a couple of like stumbles recently. Let's be honest. Uh, Black Adam, not that great. Uh, yeah. yeah kind of disappointing i think more for his ego than anything but he got kicked off here with you know the scorpion king like he got started like okay he made a showing he proved that he could carry a movie uh and that Mm -hmm. like sped him off directly into like this double feature i'm gonna call because i get them confused all the time we have the rundown in 2003 and walking tall in 2004 uh, 2003, Rock and Stifler go on an adventure in the jungle. 2004, Rock and Johnny Knoxville beat up people with a 2x4 in Washington. Uh, I think it was just because yeah, they came I, out uh, so close together. 
they're very similar in many respects uh i mix them up i don't remember what episode i think i want to say it was like seven days to die or something like that that we recorded Mm -hmm. where i mixed them up and it was like the next like two minutes was me being scolded about which movie was which (laughs) uh which is fair because i couldn't remember i honestly could not remember it's been so long since i've seen either of these films yeah um i do remember laughing at them though I remember there being some funny moments. Christopher Walken, I think, is in uh, the one where they're in the jungle. Because I already, yeah. I already forget which one's which. I'm looking at him right now. I honestly cannot tell you. <laughs> Walking Tall is the one on the one with uh, Stifler. Yeah, it's with Knoxville. <laughs> See, there we go. I've, yeah, I've already no. fucked it up. I've already yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, look, um, I it's so hard to tell the difference between these two just looking at them and like trying to recall from my memory. Uh, but okay, so rundown. They're in the jungle. A uh, bit more of a comedy. Mm-hmm. Walking Tall, less of a comedy. It's actually a remake of a movie from the seventies. Yes, I I've seen the original. Yeah. So, um, the problem, the reason why I don't, I wouldn't just sit here and be like, it's a it's a remake. Mm-hmm. Is it really doesn't? It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> it's its own thing. It's its own thing. It has, like, the trappings of it being like, okay, there's some similar stuff. Like, yeah, the original, he also used a chunk of wood as a weapon. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of where... And I think there was still, like, the whole stuff with him becoming the sheriff in that one. I'm not sure. I think so. I I believe so, yeah. Yeah. But it's... They're they're two very, very different films. Yeah. Uh, You can watch Walking Tall in the rundown side by side, and honestly, it's almost a one for one. Yeah, almost. Uh, Funny thing about the rundown, the director, and uh, I think it was uh, the location uh, scout, they went originally to Brazil to scout the location, and they got uh, robbed Mm -hmm. immediately. So they're like, okay, we're going to go film in Hawaii. We're not filming in Brazil. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, could you imagine? Because like they probably also thought everybody there speaks Spanish when it's actually typically like Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Depending on where you are, but God damn, that's so good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I, but 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 here's the thing though. Uh, Hawaii doesn't want you there. Like, there's been. Like recently, especially since uh, the last few issues, there's been like a big push again for um, less tourism to Hawaii. Oh yeah, like, or if you're gonna be a tourist, you're gonna be more respectful. Finally, yeah. Like Native Hawaiians have always hated the tourists. In fact, let's face it, Native Hawaiians hate anyone who is white, or as they call them, uh, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, but I believe. Yeah, uh, uh, they. Uh, We've always been seen as the occupiers. Yeah. Rightfully, rightfully so. 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 Yeah. Shout out to King Kamehameha. Yeah. So, Such, like, the coolest name ever. Coolest name ever. Oh, yeah. Like, best king name ever you could possibly have. Coolest bastard to ever do it. Look, that... Now, these aren't still, like, official, like, uh, WWE films. They're like produced in partnership with WWE. Like they're not taking the helm on them. This next one, starring uh, the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, see no evil in 2006. This was a total. This was a full-on WWE film. 
Uh, this sees Kane ripping people's eyes out. Uh, there was also a storyline that they worked into uh, WWE television with uh, May 19, uh, setting Kane off. There was some other shenanigans, but it, this one also got a sequel. Uh, I don't think the sequel mm-hmm. also was released in theaters, but this did see a theater release. It's kind of generic, just slasher film uh, garbage, really. I remember seeing the uh, promos for this. Yeah. This was, I I believe this was during a time. Yeah, I, this is like during kind of like my downward slope of watching WWE content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I remember this coming out and I remember being like, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, nah, dude. Yeah, this is like 2006. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, during the dark ages, like after you know Vince had acquired WCW and everything like that, and the Attitude Era is over, and they're just uh-huh. crap at the wall at this point. Uh, like, I'm not. Gonna, there's not much to say about this movie, really. It's just kind of generic, blah. Um, but it looked like blah, like from the yeah. promos that I remember seeing back in the day. Like, it just looked like. I don't know because there was some other horror movies that came out around that time. Yeah, because they like there's always those like uh, those like early January February slasher films and shit that come out that nobody goes that wants to see, but they go sometimes to see because there's nothing else to see. Yeah, Uh, because you you forget about them. Exactly. They're like when we went to go see uh, White Noise two in the theater. I couldn't tell you what happened. Yeah. All I remember is me wanting to see that film. Yeah. Okay. And everybody else being like, hey, look, it's Batman. He's got a bazooka. Yeah, that was me. Um... <laughs> yeah. If Walsh was here, it was him too. Yeah. It was him too. Look, we were the only ones in the theater. What do you expect? We were like literally the only ones in the theater. Good time. I was so annoyed because <laughs> I actually wanted to see that movie. And I remember, like, someone commenting about, like, the dripping noise that kept happening, and there was like, oh, God, he's got a bazooka! Yep. Yeah, so, like, whenever you... Whenever it's brought up, all I can think of is the bazooka moment. That's it. Yeah. Uh, There was no bazooka audience. There wasn't. uh, It was... He was, like, an architect or something like that. He was carrying uh, drawings in a big... Yeah, it was, like, a tube or something like that. Yeah. That's all it was. Uh, but yeah, See No Evil, one of the first three uh, movies actually like full on uh, part of like WWE films at the time. Uh, they mm-hmm. well in a couple of years they changed it to WWE Studios. But uh, the other two movies are The Condemned, starring uh, Steve Austin, which is kind of like a Most Dangerous Game ripoff, and like The Marine with John Cena, as that kicked off that like headliner franchise that they have. Um, yeah, super American John Cena saves his wife from diamond smugglers tearing ass through South Carolina. Uh, originally, this was going to be another one uh, starring Stone Cold, but he left WWE. And then it was going to be Randy Orton, but then they decided against it uh, because he was dishonorably discharged from the Marines. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, but the part went to Super Cena. Uh, decently successful. Spawned five Five direct-to-video sequels, four of which star The Miz. Uh, yeah, I was surprised to find that out, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I've seen this one. Uh, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it after it went to DVD. Yeah. 
uh i've seen it probably like five times really it's not it's not a good movie uh but it's it's not a bad movie like it it hits like all of the paces you expect it to hit for like an action film it they just don't really do it that good yeah it's like and then that they prime, have to mix in wrestling moves yeah it's that prime red box uh dad film right it's yes you know yes. like oh hey we're leaving walmart we got our paper towels and toilet paper uh let's grab a movie type of movie where it's like okay well, yeah dad shot. yeah it's kind of like um uh... It literally, yeah, it's like '90s Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, like, uh, like, um, oh god, what's the one where uh, he's he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis? Uh, True Lies, dude. He, no, no, no. True you, Lies. Yeah, you take that back right now. That's a James Cameron no, 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 movie, no. son. No, 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 no. Hold on. That is the top tier, the goat level status of of like dad schlock, right? Okay. Okay. Everything else tries to achieve because that's a good movie. I fuck, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Uh, everything else tries to achieve that, sh- that that sort of level and never can. That's fair. I can. I can. Uh, I, can uh, I can agree with that. Like I thought you were gonna say like no, that's like on the same level of like those most recent Bruce Willis movies. Oh no 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 no, dude! I would watch True Lies right now if we put it on. Yeah. Like I that's mean, such a good movie. In fact, you know, let's just pause the podcast right now. Let's go watch True Lies and then come back to this. <laughs> let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. All right. See y'all later. Yep. All right. For 15 years, Harry Tasker's been leading a double life. But actually, you bring up a good point. Uh, you're talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger. This uh, sequel to an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is Jingle All the Way 2, produced by WWE Films. Starring Larry the Cable Guy and Santino Morella. Now, they had nothing to do with the first Jingle All the Way movie. But they produced the sequel that is in, like, name only and, like, somewhat concept. Uh, I I looked into this. I didn't watch the movie. Um, Santino Morella, you know, at the time, WWE star. Uh, I don't... I, I read the description and the synopsis. And, like, I found this character named Claude uh, on IMDb, but he is nowhere in the description of the plot synopsis. Uh, He's in the trailer, uh, so I think he has, like, no bearing on the actual, like, plot of the movie itself. Uh, Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. Uh, Is he supposed to be Sinbad's character? No, he's just the Cable Guy's friend. He's nowhere in the rest of the movie description. From... From what I can put together, the basic idea is... The basic plot is Larry the Cable Guy has a daughter. And she... He is divorced from the mom. Uh, She has a new stepdad. And the stepdad is competing against Larry the Cable Guy for the child's affection. Uh, The girl's name is Noelle. Uh, So, basically, Larry the Cable Guy wants to get her this, like, uh, toy uh, that is in her uh, letter to Santa... And the stepdad buys all the toys and is hoarding them. And it's about Larry the Cable Guy trying to find the toy and people getting pissed off at the stepdad. And they, like, find where he's got them stashed. And then they have, like, a sort of, like, connection moment where they, like, give the toys away or something like that. And it turns out the little girl didn't even want the toy to begin with. She just wanted all of her family to be together for Christmas. 
course, of course, because yeah. that's like literally a Hallmark film. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's a lifetime movie. That's mm-hmm. like one of those you 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 do because you need to stay in SAG-AFTRA because yeah. there's so many like films you need to be a part of a year and that's a way to get in and stay. That's uh, that sounds boring as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise they have Larry the Cable Guy in it because like what else is he gonna do? Yeah, uh, not exactly the most uh, interesting plot story trailer was boring as hell um really just run-of-the-mill garbage uh speaking of which (laughs) now we have another horror movie i (laughs) so 2014 picture you chose yeah well okay so like i looked into this leprechaun origins which comes out in uh, 2014 uh it's got Dylan Postel, better known as uh, his wrestling name, Hornswoggle. Uh, it's the seventh Leprechaun movie. Yeah, they had nothing to do with any of the previous, uh, but it's it's also technically a reboot. Uh, I looked okay. for like the Leprechaun as he appears in the movie. It, it's fucking horrible. It's like it doesn't oh, even God. look like a Leprechaun. It just looks like some weird, ugly monster thing that could be really anything. And it looks Ugh. like it's like they tried to do like a straight up horror movie. And there's like none of the charm, none of the charisma. It's got like I couldn't even find Hornswoggle in the trailer. <laughs> that's a oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Like what does he actually have anything to do with it? Do you know? I have no idea. Like I couldn't find like I wasn't gonna I didn't want to watch the movie. It looked too terrible to actually watch. Oh wait. Okay, bigger 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 question. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. is it Warwick Davis? No, it, it Warwick Davis is in the original Leprechaun movies. Yes. He does make he makes zero appearance in this movie. He is not in it. Then it's whatsoever. not a Leprechaun movie. It's yeah. not a Leprechaun movie. They it's, shouldn't have called it that. No, it's Leprechaun Origins is just some random who gives a shit movie that they just, you know, use. Oh, the I'm name. sorry. Like, I'm sorry. You, you decided to call your movie Leprechaun Origins and you decided to not use the original, you know, the, the origin of Leprechaun, like Warwick frickin' Davis, the yeah. BA himself. Yeah. Are you Literally, kidding me? Yeah. Willow makes zero appearance. Warwick Davis is like, dude, Warwick Davis is like the goat. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm like, sorry. Yeah, Widget, no appearance. Not, not like they left Professor Flitwick out of this. It's really just a slap in the face of the previous Leprechaun movies. And honestly, yeah, it's it's, a damn it's shame. you you. Yeah, honest, I agree. I agree. Like that is uh, that is the wrong approach. I refuse to believe this is truly a Leprechaun movie now. Yeah, no thank. Which is why we have Warwick Davis. As behind us because he deserves respect. He does deserve respect. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You're Someone right. Because who- when I saw that picture, I was like, I literally thought for a moment that they brought back Warwick Davis. That's why I decided to ask him, like, wait a second, if it was this bad, did they actually bring him in? No. They like, didn't. no. What? They, and they didn't even, like, so after sad. all that work where he went to the hood and went to space, and this is how they do him. It's dirty. That's real dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen all of the old ones. I even saw the the one where he's in the hood. Yeah, the classic, which is in its itself like 
like just extremely racist. It's extremely it racist. It is a classic. Yeah. Um, well, it's camp. It's camp. And yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's camp racism for sure. Yeah. Uh, what is not camp is Santa's Little Helper in uh, 2014, starring The Miz and uh, Soraya, aka Paige. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, on the Miz's other shoulder there, that is Annalyn McCord. For some reason, she decided to be in this WWE Christmas movie. Uh, basic plot of this is the Miz is like a finance bro who gets fired and uh. is getting basically uh, hired to work at Santa's workshop because he's a regular human and Paige is an elf and they're competing to be like the next top elf. Uh, yeah, look, the, the trailer makes no efforts to make it look like a Christmas movie. Like, there's not even really, like, a lot of snow uh, when they're outside. They're, like, doing, like, obstacle courses and stuff. And, yeah, there's, like, some wrestling moves and, like, some flips and stuff. But, yeah. It's it's sad. It's real sad. That's embarrassing. I wouldn't be in that movie. Yeah. It, you know, they actually have, like, a handful of Christmas movies in there. I'm not going to go over the rest of them because they're just whatever. Like, there was another one also starring The Miz called Christmas Bounty. Uh, does he hate himself? Does, yes. like, does, like, almost, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly genuine. Does he actually hate himself? Like, he what? Uh, he's got a nice house, a lot of money, a uh, beautiful family that love him. At what cost? At what cost, though, man? Like, don't get me wrong. I make a fool of myself like mm-hmm. all the time. We've like anybody who's watched our content knows that. Like, guaranteed, you know I'm like this outside of the content. I'm oh, I'm yeah. just a dumb weirdo. Yeah, you can't help. But me. like, I can't. I really can't. Mm-hmm. But like, would I would I demean myself like this? No, no, no. But I feel like we're gonna end up seeing me demean myself by watching some of these at some yeah. point. I mean, we may have to. Uh, particularly this next one, uh, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery, uh, another uh, 2014 film. With oh, you, you can see there, uh, it's got Cena, it's got Kane, it's got Sin Cara. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure <gasps> that is Sin Cara. Yeah, yeah. There's yo. This is one of a. They did a couple animated movies. They did. A, there was a direct sequel to this with Scooby Doo. There was also a Jetsons movie that they did, that was animated. Oh, dude, I can get behind that actually. Like, was this? So this was. This did well enough to get a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Like the, these are all direct to video. So like, there's very little like post production costs involved in these. There's not a lot of marketing involved. Oh, things. true. You know, okay. And, you know, like, they don't have to put a lot into it. Um, I, no, particularly the script here is fantastic. Shaggy and Scooby do video games good, so they win a trip to WrestleMania at WWE City. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. And, like, Scoob, we won ourselves some tickets to go to WWE City. 
Yeah, legitimately. So they bring along the gang. Uh, when they get there, they get like VIP treatment. Uh, Vince unveils a new uh, WWE Championship belt. Uh, this one's got a lot going on to it. Uh, there's EMP devices and a ghost bear. Yeah. Yo, ghost bear though. There's a That's ghost badass. Bear. Yeah, there's a ghost bear. Uh, pretty awesome. It, it ends with uh, Scooby and Shaggy winning the new WWE Championship. <laughs> it's pretty great. Heck yeah. Heck, you know, dude, I want to watch that one, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Uh, that sounds kind of fun. I, I love the old, like, like Mystery Machine mm-hmm. uh, gang. Uh, I would love to see Shaggy uh scold scooby because he's on the second rope you know the most dangerous rope the most dangerous rope yeah uh this one also features uh john cena saving uh the mystery machine and the gang from getting smashed by a boulder by punching it pretty awesome wait whoa 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 wait a second wait a second does he have uh chris redfield energy going on oh dude he is i mean it's john cena he's more jacked than chris redfield he could yeah, but Chris Redfield made it look like like it was Play-Doh when he punched it. Dude, it's like nothing. He just decks it, it's gone. And it's Super That's Cena. Awesome. He saves the day. Uh, That's true, it's Super Cena. Now, if you thought they only kept it to 2D movies, no. They also did 3D with a sequel to Surf's Up. This is Surf's Up 2 Wave Mania in 2017. Now, they had nothing to do with the original Surf's Up. But they're just brought in for the sequel. As you can see here, it's got um, John Cena again, The Undertaker, and Triple H's Penguins. Uh, that is supposed to be Paige slash uh, Soraya as uh, a puffin. And that is Vince okay. as an otter. Yeah. Dude, okay. All right. So there's like a... I wonder if there's some actual like behind the scenes thing being said there about him being an otter. Because otters are notoriously evil as fuck. Surprisingly evil. Uh, they're like dolphins level of evil. Yeah. And they come same thing person. with penguins though too. Yeah. Like like penguins are necrophiliacs actually. Like mm-hmm. no joke. Maybe not every species, but but we know like the was it the emperor penguin at least is. Yeah, they're... I could be wrong on which which species, but yeah, they're like necrophiliacs and like they're like oh they mate for life. No, they don't. No, they'll move on. They'll, they'll, they they'll mate at, with anything. Yeah, basically, and it's pretty disgusting. Um, it's yeah. gross. This this I I didn't really look into this one that much to be honest with you. It looks real fucking boring, <laughs> even by animated <laughs> movie standards. I couldn't tell you much about Dude, this. By th- thumbnail standards wise like if that was a thumbnail i would not click that yeah like this is like the official thumbnail for the trailer Um, i wouldn't click that yeah i wouldn't but like your thumbnails i would click that no yeah no it looks boring as shit uh i think the basic plot synopsis has the character from the first surfs up is like teaching surfing lessons or something like that and these five like roll in the town and they're like thrill seekers or something like that and that's about it that's all that's as far as i could get into the synopsis before i started yawning and wanting to you know go to sleep yeah yeah that's kind of boring i would have much preferred like he gets eaten by a shark in like the first like 30 seconds yeah. and then like john cena's character's like no dead <laughs> and then 
like that's the whole premise is he wants revenge yeah and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna do a little you can't see me he's got no fingers though so it's just a flipper <laughs> he and not only that not only that he's only got he's got the two flippers and then the two feet he doesn't have enough to do five no uh like this next one though i'm gonna read you the entire plot that i could find for it it's called killing hasselhoff uh in 2017 this is the entire written plot on wikipedia a man who is down on his luck attempts to win a celebrity death pool by trying to kill David Hasselhoff. The prize is half a million dollars, which he can use to pay off a loan shark to get his life back on track. That's the entire plot on Wikipedia and like IMDb. Yes, that is David Hasselhoff. Yes, that stars Ken Jeong. Uh, other people in this movie, Jim Jeffries, Riz Darby, John Lovitz, Mel B, Howie Mandel, Rick Fox, Kid Cudi, Master P, Will Sassel, and Justin Bieber. <laughs> what? Okay, I understand you need celebrities because yeah. they're all celebrities trying to kill Hasselhoff. I feel like you just have to wait for him to do it himself, though. Yeah. I mean, it's Hasselhoff. Like... What the, the dude hell? got like no liver left. There's no w there's no way he's lasting that much longer. Just wait it out. I mean, it's 2017. He probably only has like a little bit left to begin with. Uh, I'm I, I, like, yeah, like what? Not only that. Not only that. Just go like sell some sneakers or something. Like that shit always works on people. Oh, oh, Hangover Three, Hangover Three sneakers. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Look, this is probably, like, the most surprising, uh, like, independent movie on here. Because it doesn't really, like, it doesn't feature really any, uh, yeah. The only wrestlers in this, Iron Sheik and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. What? What? And this is, this is, like, after the Hangover movies... This is just before Crazy Rich Asians. Like, this is during his, like, okay, Dr. Okay. Ken sitcom days, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like Ken Jeong is a known quantity at this point, <laughs> and he is starring in this. He must have regretted this. He had to have regretted this. There's Dude, no way. I don't... Yeah. It was... Like, I... What, what's the uh, uh, the masked singer? I bet you. I bet yep. you he prefers admitting that he he's done that. Oh over yeah, this. Uh, like, absolutely. Like people like people watch the masked singer. I've never even heard of this before. Same. When when you pop this up, that's the first time I've seen the still or anything. Yeah. Like what? It's out there. That looks like like the synopsis you gave me gives me no idea of who the main character is. Yeah, uh, I know that I can surmise that it is uh, is Kim, but like, I would I also would have no idea this is a WWE film. Yeah, uh, which I, is maybe not a bad thing. Now that I think about it, yeah, like the official that might synopsis, make me more willing to see it. Yeah, the official synopsis on IMDb is even shorter. It's a struggling mm -hmm. nightclub oh, no. owner resorts to desperate measures to pay off a loan shark. 
It, okay, yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah. That sounds better, actually. <laughs> I prefer like that, that gives you that, a little bit more. That one. Yeah. That uh, yeah, it's it's also shorter and to the point, which mm-hmm. you can tell like someone who's been in the industry wrote that up. Like there's no no shot. Yeah. No shot. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Like other people that are in this, uh, we got Colton Dunn, uh, favorite of mine. Uh, Ron Funches. Okay. Okay. Uh, what am I seeing here? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Justin Bieber is the voice of Kit in this movie. So apparently, Kit makes an appearance. I'm assuming because Hasselhoff. Okay, I might actually watch this. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. The, the, this sounds so fucking crazy. I know, dude. That. Like, it just has to be seen once, right? Like, there's how no bad shot. Could it be? I, it, it's probably let us know, bad. audience. Do you want us to? Do you want us to see this and like do a review? Oh, like four, we can do some reviews. Four and a half out of ten stars on IMDb. You know what, audience? Watch this movie. Mm-hmm. If it deserves to be raised up in stars, you know what to do. It's only eighty minutes. It's only it's not it doesn't even hit 90 no it doesn't even hit 90 some of the worst movies that i've ever watched tend to be under 90 minutes like the 87 minute and below mark uh uh that doesn't spell good for that at all whatsoever you can't even hit 90 minutes an hour and a half you didn't have that much to say do you want the rotten tomatoes score can i guess first yeah yeah guess I'll give you like a ten point range. Okay, okay. I'm thinking thirteen percent lower than it actually is. It is at seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes' uh, audience score. There's no critic score <laughs> or tomato meter. There's no. Cr- I was about to ask you what the mm. tomato meter was. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so bad. They yeah. weren't even willing to watch this. Yeah. Um. Can we? Can we get uh can we get accredited to become uh reviewers for Rotten Tomatoes and oh, totally. uh and then review this so it actually has a Rotten Tomato score? Rotten Tomatoes, it, it if you this ever gets sent your way, hire us to uh review WWE films. We'll do all of them for you. Yeah, we'll we'll do a whole I don't series. want to, but we will. Uh yeah. okay. I found I found a ten out of ten review here. Uh from just a rare like not a critic. Uh Okay. N Kudush Dunk. Such a funny and intense movie. 10 out of 10. I absolutely love the Hoff. Parentheses. Everyone loves him. I'm after a surgery and laying in bed for a long time, and this movie gave me such a good laugh. Enjoyed every minute. Smiley face. The surprise guests were good choices. The music and the jokes are on point. 10 out of 10. I haven't enjoyed. Uh, comedy so much since the other guy's smiley face with multiple smiles. <laughs> so that's uh, that's Phil from accounting in the yeah. WWE trying mm-hmm. to pretend to be a huge fan. Hates uh, his life. Dude, he's obviously high on morphine. He was just out of surgery. <laughs> that I was, I was about to ask you, that part might actually be true. Yeah. Uh, because what was that very first like word, word and a half that you said? Uh, the the garbly gook that was his username <laughs> oh yeah oh boy that's a that's a bot yeah that's a bot it, we've I've, I've argued with bots in the youtube comment section before i i know one yeah. when i hear the name 
Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I've this, learned my lesson. Look, there are admittedly a lot of embarrassing uh, movies in this filmography that we haven't gotten into just because it would take forever. I'm talking about um, Behind Enemy Lines, Columbia. Uh, <laughs> something just called Oculus. Behind Enemy Lines, that's one of those Owen Wilson movies, right? Yes, but this is a sequel that has nothing to do with Behind Enemy Lines, the original. <laughs> there's there's a pattern here. There's there a is, pattern. It, the, there's a lot of sequels ahead. that they had nothing to do with, okay? Yeah, yeah. So it, it feels like they buy an old IP, yeah, make a sequel, so that they can just earn a quick buck off of idiots who look at it. Well, idiots like us. Yeah. Uh, who are going to end up watching this. Because, of mm -hmm. course, we are. We hate ourselves enough. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, they just want to make a quick buck off this. You know what? That's because I here's the thing. I was about to ask you about this. Mm -hmm. A lot of their movies. Are these the ones that you find in the bargain bin at, like, Walmart or whatever, like, big box store you have yeah. near you? Uh, yeah. There are other options available, of course. Not many, but some. Mm -hmm. uh, the ones that are like, like you get two films on the on the same disc for five dollars, yeah, or six uh, bucks, or whatever it is. At least one or two of these are were made and distributed as part of those packs initially. Like they weren't separate releases; they were they were paired together on release. <laughs> Dude, I was guessing what? Yeah, what? Yeah, uh, let me see. I think it was yeah, they I, they must make money off of that if they're if they're willing to do that route. There must be some sort of amount of money they're making that makes it worth it. There's no no shot otherwise. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I it, I might have been one of the Marine sequels that was part of it or the Condemned, but it was absolutely distributed that way. <laughs> Man, but but to be fair though, when you're doing it that way. You're skipping out on promotional costs because promotional costs tend to be 50% or plus sometimes of your budget. Sometimes like 100% and more. Yeah, yeah. Because like when you look at your budget, sometimes you should look at the same amount being the amount for your promotional material or more. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you're good at viral marketing like a like Ryan Reynolds or uh, uh, someone, someone like on that level. Or uh, like uh, the prime example, the Blair Witch which got like word yes. of mouth like yes that great like, great crazy. example yeah yeah i that movie legitimately scared me as a kid as i mean that was the whole point it was fantastic like keeping the cast that, under wraps and all that kind of stuff hidden like people actually believing yeah. it yeah i was one of those who believed it i mean i was like 10 11 or something whenever that came out but still i believed it oh yeah it freaked me the hell out i was thinking like this is some real ass movie where these people died yeah, they put this out in theaters. It's it's a real life snuff film that got major release. How did yeah, that possible? I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I'm watching this shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh so, man. Now, one that I would argue is actually worth watching. One that I've actually seen recently is this last one on the list. Uh, probably the okay. most successfully critical movie uh, is Fighting with My Family. Uh, out in uh, 2019, it stars uh, Florence Pugh as uh, doing a biopic about Paige, aka Soraya. Uh, it's got Nick Frost yep. and Lena Headley as her parents. It was written and directed by Stephen Merchant. Uh, it's got 
Vince Vaughn, oh, even yeah. a cameo from The Rock. I think it was. Yeah. I don't. It was out in theaters, and uh, it was streaming on uh, Peacock. But really, so 100% like their most competent movie, I would say. I was just going to ask you, did you see this yes. movie? Yeah. Okay, because I do remember the promotional material for this, because I remember seeing Nick Frost and being like, well, that looks cool. Yeah. But I never saw the movie. Is it a? Is it a, is it worth seeing? It is absolutely worth seeing. It is, like, I mean, it takes some liberties from, like, real life, obviously. Uh, but sure. it's totally watchable. Uh, like it's it's a WWE content. I expect some kayfabe, some exaggerations. So yeah, that's, there's some I'm exaggerations. Cool there's some you know like you know massaging of the truth here and there, and like it doesn't really get uh, beyond like kind of like the basic like feel good premise. Really, it's one of those like kind of like heartwarming, and we're gonna cover up like some of the horrible shit because like. Paige's family is fucking like there's some carny fucks back in the UK for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, dude. Yeah, I, like um, um, uh, freaking um, the whole uh, like Cockney accent and stuff is based off of like what would be considered like UK carnies. Yeah, uh, look, it it's it's pretty it's kind of cliche, uh, but it's got a good energy. It's got a feel good kind of feeling throughout. Um, it's about like selling the idea of WWE being a fantasy factory, basically. But it's it's entertaining. It's if it's a I enjoy Florence Pugh. I think she's just a fantastic actress. Nick Frost is fantastic. Okay. Lena Headley's fantastic. I love him. Uh, the Rock has a small like cameo, whatever. Uh, the what's the Jack London who plays uh, her brother? He's great in that. Um, but yeah, no, like Vince Vaughn is even fun. Like he's playing up his Vince Vaughnism. Oh, but he's like a WWE. That's fine. Coach, you know, it's I don't, very- I don't mind Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn like in a movie when it sells correctly. Yeah, because like- uh, there are movies where they should not have cast Vince Vaughn because mm-hmm. it doesn't work. But there, when you do it right, it 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 works. Because you have Stephen Merchant, right? That's who you yeah. said. Yeah, Stephen uh, Merchant. Uh, yeah, okay. Directed. So. Yeah, so then I, I I put a lot of faith in this. If Stephen Merchant's behind this, yeah, I love Stephen Merchant. Oh yeah, the man um, he pays attention to the the finer details when it comes to like camera work. Because the image that you're showing me here, to me, it speaks perfectly to it because that is a well framed shot. Yeah, uh, the lighting is absolutely beautiful. You have the shadows in all the right places to accentuate the faces and everything more. Yeah, uh, the the way that the thing the the image blurs out as it goes back. It's yeah. well executed, and it's not something I'm used to from WWE. Yeah, no, this is one of, like, I would say it's the most successful, like, critically, but also, like, just it works the most as a movie out of everything else on the list in their catalog, I would say. Like, it, it's one okay. of those, like, the, the plot carries forward, makes sense. The character motivations make sense. The It's well acted, obviously. It's well paced. It takes yeah a few liberties here and there but like it, it's all in service of the story uh really okay. everything kind I'm gonna of have to watch it yeah the only thing that's out of place is the rock's cameo but that's just because like i know for a fact like okay the rock wasn't there at that point in time <laughs> type of thing but it, he's just there okay he, he was that executive producer on there he was putting all the marketing materials of course you know he pushed the movie and it helped in the end of the day oh uh- 
I was gonna say putting him just if it's just a cameo spot, it's more worth it just to yeah. be like a little Easter egg. Be like, hey, you know, he's not supposed to be here, but here you go, fan yeah. service. You know that he's not supposed to be here. Yeah, exactly. But that's what it's there for. It, it's a like a key kind of like okay motivator tool to have the rock there for the characters. I'm gonna have to watch this. Yeah. Uh, that you got me excited about, it. especially hearing that Stephen Merchant's behind it. Like that alone yeah. is enough for me to see it personally. Oh yeah, I think he's um, a fantastic talent, personally. Yeah, I I've been following Stephen Merchant for a long time. Uh, I love The Office. I love the the UK Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, there's just there's um um. What is it called? Um, it's that show that he did with Ricky Gervais and Carl uh, uh, Plinkton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Idiot Abroad. Idiot Abroad, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yeah. uh, you could tell Stephen was in charge of cinematography in many yeah. respects for that because it's so, so well shot. I love cinematography, audience. Yeah. Uh, I took some film classes and stuff when I was younger. I, I cinematography is just I love photography in itself. But yeah. uh yeah, a well framed shot is something you're always gonna get from Steven. Always. Yeah. And the the man has got like pure banter. I mean Always uh, yes. Hot fuzz. Yep. With the, yep. the, uh, the oh the uh, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. uh, I I I think he's amazing in Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Bants for days. Bants for days. So good, dude. Fucking uh, JoJo. I, and honestly, Ooh. yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Because I hadn't seen that when it originally came out and everything. And I think it was you. Mm-hmm. It might have been you who told who were like saying, why the fuck? Why haven't you seen this? This is right up your alley. And then yeah. I found out Stephen Merchant was in it. And I'm like, yep, sold. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. Don't need to see it for Steven Merchant audience, but highly recommend Jojo Rabbit though. That oh is god. such a heartbreaking, Scarlett amazing Johansson, movie. man. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh yeah, dude. We could talk hours and hours about Steven Merchant movies, let alone just good movies in general. Oh yeah. Uh, this is on my list though. I'm gonna see this. Yeah. Um, like I said, this- any of you who've seen it, let me know in the in the comments because I want to hear from you guys too. Yeah, let us know like if you've seen any of these or other WWE films. Uh, if you have like honest recommendations about ones that are actually legitimately good or ones that are so terrible that you have to watch. Um, me personally, I recommend fighting with my family. It's not like I, I want to give it like, oh, it's a perfect film. I think it's a very serviceable, watchable film that's heartwarming. That's how I would describe it. It may, it's a feel good movie. I'm good with that's that. It. Yeah, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need just a good, like, uplifting kind of story. Like, a lot of, uh, well, especially, like, when we were teenagers and stuff, when they, like, for video game-wise, when everything had a level of gray or brown to it, mm-hmm. uh, films have, have, have not left that era yet where there's just so much gray and darkness to everything. Yeah. You need some uplifting, brighter tones and brighter stories to kind of stand out amongst everything. Yeah, and you know, like, as long as it's not filmed in Mexico where everything gets a yellow filter because Hollywood decided that Mexico has to look yellow. <laughs> God, seriously. Even even Sicario. 
Like, you uh, would expect the, the Sicario movie to not do that. They still did it. Yeah. Sicario 2. Even, it's even harsher of a yellow filter. Look, there is one movie that I will give that too as a pass and that's dune and dune 2 <laughs> coming out soon yes because it's a desert yes it's another planet i can live with that yep yeah that's believable i i do wish there was more of like a reddish hue to it kind of like mm. mars i think that would be really cool yeah. but knowing like knowing the old source material and stuff like it's spot on man yeah hell yeah i can't wait to see that movie dude same same oh yeah oh yeah but sh- uh call out though real quick i gotta make a call out real quick yeah uh my uh my boys that are up north of me uh who i like to watch uh red letter media i have i have never seen them do a wrestling movie are no, we I, gonna have to be the ones to, to to put ourselves through this trauma i think so we may have to be the ones uh yeah mike jay rich even um the wizard josh you know <laughs> i love josh he's he's great. i honestly though like He's great. I don't expect Rich Evans, you know, he, the world famous superstar Rich Evans, to actually listen to us by any means. No, I mean he was on Ellen. But I f- he was on Ellen, Derek. He Ellen. was on Ellen. <laughs> yeah, I mean Julia Roberts might have actually served him his food that day. Yeah, it's possible. I mean he was in that but, movie with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I I don't know if you knew this. He was ooh, uh, he was actually a time cop. Yeah. I thought it was a space cop. Maybe it's a space cop. I don't know. I didn't see it. They told me not to watch it, so I didn't watch it. Yeah. But I wanted to watch it. Um, actually, you know, since we're talking about, like, actual movies, I want to throw a shout-out to something I saw uh, last weekend. Lisa Frankenstein. Uh, Zelda Williams' mm. uh, directorial debut, uh, written by Diablo Kobe uh, of, like, Juno okay. and uh, Jessica's Body. Right, Jennifer's body. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer's body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really charming. Really freaking charming. Mm. Uh, Zelda Williams has got a great eye for making something look stylized and distinct. Uh, there's, it, it's not like too far with like all of the ideas. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, okay, there's a good blend of like here's where our inspirations are as far as like the tone and like the themes without it being like beaten over the head uh it, it's just fun like okay it's legitimately a fun movie and i laughed a lot during it it's pretty good nice yeah i uh i can't remember the last new movie i saw uh I'm boring audience i apologize mm. for that matter i always watch stuff after the fact when it comes out later yeah. But um I do want to make a shout out though as well. I uh I feel like a shout out is in order for uh the Miz uh for putting himself through such horrendous garbage that he was willing to not only step it up and play the Marine multiple times, but he did <laughs> dumb Christmas movies. Yeah. Um uh, I I don't know if he hates himself or if he just cares about money too much but he cares about money he, he cares about money Derek. Derek, it's money the answer is always but money. i gotta give him i mean true true but i gotta give him a shout out man because i would not put myself through that hell and it takes someone with some strong character to be willing to do that yeah so shout out miz i normally wouldn't shout you out but shout out 
yeah, we'll give a little shout out to The Miz. And that'll be a nice place to wrap up for this week. Uh, you know? Okay. I, I think uh, I think these people have uh, some things to think about. And I'd like to hear your recommendations. If you've got some ideas for some movies that are even just starring wrestlers. I've already seen Wrestlers vs. Zombies. I don't need to watch that again. Uh, and They Live is a classic. But we can. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can't. Uh, remember to drop us a line in the comments. Uh, hit us up on the social medias. We're at Night Off Pod everywhere. Uh, link in the description yep. for you know our website, where to find our podcast besides YouTube, where else you can find us online. And there's a merch store in there too. Derek's rocking some right now. Look how fancy he looks. Doing a little butt dance again, but no one can ever see it. No, they don't get to see the butt dance. You gotta tease it. They don't get to see the butt dance. Yeah. But yeah, this is the hoodie. It's comfy as heck. Uh, I very much enjoy the hood. It's a little tight when I have to wear my headphones, but everything's a little tight when I have to wear my headphones. My head is huge. Uh, but take a pretty good size. Yeah, look at that. It covers up the entire headphones and your face. This is how you have to record from that one. Can you hear you? Okay, Kenny. <laughs> uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll catch you on your next night off. Say goodnight, Derek. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, let us know if you want us to torture ourselves and watch some of these movies. Oh, you know they do. And that's why we love them. Good night, everybody. That is why we love them. Have a good night, everybody.